Hello there, beautiful beings. Welcome back to the Starseed Network podcast. I'm your host and personal spirit guide, Saula Ilona Vaida, bringing you with me on this journey of exploring our spiritual and human experience on Earth, the ascension process, and speaking to amazing lightworkers, practitioners, creators, starseeds all around the world. So today I have the absolute pleasure of interviewing my soul sister and a beautiful, beautiful being, Carly Vick. She has her own podcast, Co-Create with Carly, and an app called Soul Tribe, which is a social and dating app for spiritual people to connect all around the world. So she's an amazing, brilliant soul, a beautiful light, a master manifester. And she's talking to us a little bit today about self-concept, conscious creation, and how to really flip the script and shift our perspective in what we're creating in our everyday life. All right, so let's get ready to tune in here. Thank you so much for joining me today. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, share this episode with a friend or anyone who you think might resonate. And I do have one-to-one deep quantum healing sessions, Reiki healing sessions, and readings available through the link in the bio below. And you'll also get a little testimonial from Carly, who has done a session with me and a few readings. Um, she's a beautiful soul, and we connected through TikTok. Of all, th- of all places. <laughs> so sit back, relax, open up your mind and your hearts, and let's dive in. Also, for those of you who may not know, I also create music. I am a singer and songwriter, and I recently released a new EP called 222. It's all about healing, love, relationships. And it's very, very heart-centered. So if you're looking for some new music, check that out under the artist's name, Saula Ilona Vaida, and get some activation and some codes. So thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so honored. Um, and yeah, I would love to talk about a little bit about you know your journey and what you're offering, kind of maybe where this whole thing started for you, where you started learning about manifestation and self-concept, what drew you into that path? Yeah, awesome. Well, first, thanks for having me. Ah, it's my pleasure. I love you. You are literally such a beautiful soul. It's the oh. first time I saw you on TikTok. I think, I don't know if you remember, but I was like, I want to meet this girl in person. <laughs> You just have such a beautiful energy about you. <laughs> oh, thank you. I feel the same way about you. No. <laughs> but yeah, so I actually, just to give like a really quick background, I actually grew up with religion. So for me, it was actually easy for me to pick up on the concepts of manifestation and like believing in an energy that is, you know, sometimes portrayed as outside of you but like that bigger energy like there's this god you know and I used to think he was a man in the sky but Mm. I am a Leo so I'm naturally rebellious so I would always just question because I was like wait a second some of this stuff doesn't make sense and that's actually what opened my eyes up to manifestation I told myself for some reason I had like this feeling like the animals knew 
like what the secret of life was. So I would, mm. there was one day I was literally just talking to my cat because I'm a crazy person with an animal. So we talked to our animals. <laughs> I was staring at my cat and I was like, what's the secret of life? I know, you know, tell me. <laughs> and, you know, he just stares at me like I'm crazy. But literally, I think at the end of that week, that's when I discovered the movie, The Secret. And I was like, mm. oh, asking you shall receive. Here I have my answer. And that's actually what started me on my path of manifestation. And it's been such a beautiful journey so far because I feel like it's something that I want and need everyone to like know and embrace. Because once I learned that I was a creator of my reality and that everyone was a reflection of me, at first it kind of made me feel like, oh my God, like, how am I supposed to do this? Like, everything's mm. my fault. Like, there's no <laughs> way. And I hated that aspect of it. But then when I got to the point of realizing that because everyone was a reflection of me, it gave me ultimate power to not just see myself differently, but also other people. That's when mm. things really started to shift for me. And now I just feel like every day is like a fun journey. And I'm just excited to see what's next. <laughs> Mm, yes that's so powerful and I love especially like on your podcast I love the way that you teach about self-concept like it kind of like it listening to the way that you explained it kind of made it click in my head in a different way um yeah so I would love to you know hear about how you know people can kind of go from the state of feeling powerless in their reality to feeling powerful and being like, okay, like I actually can change things for myself. I am a powerful creator. Like how did you kind of navigate that? Yeah. So self-concept is actually like the most important thing to like, not just manifestation, but like life in general, Mm. because kind of going hand in hand and realizing that you're the God or the creator of your reality when you have a strong self-concept, it's all about realizing that the way that you perceive yourself and other people, since those people are are just reflections of you anyway, that's how you're going to show up in the world and also how people are going re- going to respond to you in the world. Mm-hmm. So the first thing that I would suggest when you're transitioning from, because I feel like the law of attraction energy is this very big energy of looking outside of you. Because even like the word attract means that you have to get something that you don't have. And I was able to bridge that gap from the law of attraction to law of assumption, which is where self-concept is, that that term is mainly used. When I realized that from a 3D perspective, it seems like we're attracting things and that things are outside of us. But the law of assumption concepts and the self-concept in general allows you to realize that Everything is happening within you and it only seems that you're attracting things from a 3D perspective because, you know, we live in a 3D reality and sometimes, you know, something's here, you close your eyes and it's gone. But you can understand how just because you close your eyes doesn't mean that something is, you know, actually gone or it's missing. So that's kind of like how I bridged a gap in realizing that um, in order for me to really grasp my power I had to stop blaming other people. Mm -hmm. And obviously that starts with self-concept and how I see myself in the world. So I don't know if you talk a lot about self-concept on your podcast or not, but self-concept is basically how you show up in the world. And like I said, like how you believe yourself and others to be. And the first thing that made it very easy for me was to realize that 
everything was a manifestation. Like even before I learned the word manifestation, like we're always manifesting. But what we want to do now is consciously manifest. We want to use our power to think about and focus on things that we want to experience and allow them in. So knowing that everything was a manifestation, like something fun that I love to do is look back at all the amazing things in my life and then try to pinpoint what led to those moments. Mm. So for example, like the job I had now, I have now, I had to go through so many different like life experiences and all of these things coming together in order for me to have what was at the time my dream job. And then when I realize it and when I try to look back, I will, I see that there was a time when I was at my old job thinking about all the things that I was looking forward to in my new job. What are those things that I wanted? And then I allowed them in. So it's really powerful to just like make a list of all of the things that you love and value and appreciate in your life. So Mm. maybe the people in your life, the things that you have and realize that you manifested all of that. Mm. And something fun that I also started doing is, like I mentioned, going back and thinking about how I manifested it. So another example was I manifested a free vacation for me and my boyfriend to go to Vegas. Mm. So then like looking back on how I manifested it, I thought about I wanted to go on vacation with my boyfriend, even though at the time he with his job, he couldn't really travel, but I kind of let that go. And it's crazy because the way we got to go on the free vacation is because it was in Vegas. And at the time he had potential clients in Vegas. So that was the only way he could justify it with work to be able to go. Mm. So it's like, not only did I, and also he wanted to save money at the time. So he wasn't about to spend money on a vacation, Mm. but I just set the intention that I wanted to travel with my boyfriend. So what happened is I went to the mall. I filled out one of those card things to win a free car or win a free vacation. And I won the vacation. And then the universe made it so that it was in Vegas so that my boyfriend could justify with his job why he could go because he had a potential client there. So it's like when I write that down, I realize like, yes, I manifested it. But then I also realized that there's no way I could have predicted the how, which a lot of us get wrapped up in manifestation. Like, how is it going to happen? There's no way that I could have predicted that I would have to go to the mall with my sister that day, fill out the card that I did to win the free trip have it be Vegas so that my boyfriend could have off and from his job and also arrange with the universe that my boyfriend would meet a client from Vegas. Mm. So it's very interesting because when you write down the things that you manifested and what you appreciate about them, tell yourself that you manifested this because you're living it and then Mm. try to piece back how it happened. You'll realize that there's so many factors happening underneath the surface. We have no idea. And it also strengthens the knowing that you don't need to know how something's going to happen. Because like I said, I would have never predicted or visualized all of those things happening leading up to it. But yet it still happened. So that just shows like how powerful we are. And like Mm -hmm. literally all we have to do is focus on what we want and why we want it. Focus on building a strong self-concept. And yeah, everything is just naturally going to fall into place. Wow, that's so amazing. I love that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So I guess I would ask as well, it's like, you know how 
people can often carry like a lot of resistance around especially their self-worth or their self-value and kind of like how do you work with kind of switching that over to having a strong self-concept yeah so I know like life can get really really crazy at times and everyone has like different um, life experiences but something that I started doing and even though it's starting small I told myself that well I have a very scientific mind because I'm a scientist Mm -hmm. but I tell myself that technically there are no mistakes in nature like mm. everything that happens, even though we don't fully understand why it happens, there's a reason. Like, for example, like the wildfires that we have, like it's very destructive to us and it sucks when it happens, especially like if you're in a path of the fire. But as far as Earth is concerned, like that's a natural thing. Yeah. And a lot of growth happens after wildfires. Like it's the Earth basically purging itself and actually the soil that comes after a wildfire is very nutritious so even Mm -hmm. something like that that may seem like very destructive we may not understand it we know that there's a reason for it so for me that's why like even something like a fire nature doesn't do by accident so I started telling myself well if that's true and I'm a being of nature then there 100% has to be a reason why I'm here even if I don't fully understand it sometimes, even if things get hard, I always try to go back to that knowing. And it's a very strong core belief because like in the same way, like your heart has been beating ever since you were born, like even before you were Mm -hmm. born, it's been keeping you alive. Like there's this energy that is supplying you with life without you even being consciously aware of it. So Mm -hmm. for me, it's like, of course, You know, there has to be a reason why I'm here. There has to be value in why I'm here because there is this energy field within me that's keeping me alive. So that's the first thing um, that resonated with me the most. And that's why even when it's hard to find things to like appreciate and value, I always go back to the point that like, oh, like my heart is beating. Like there's an energy that's keeping me alive right now. And also mirror work is very transformational Um, Just standing in front of a mirror and telling yourself the things that you love and value and appreciate about yourself. And again, sometimes you have to start small. But, you know, there are people who, for example, are amazing artists. And that could be something that you love and value and appreciate about yourself. There are some people who have a great sense of humor. That's a great quality to have. Just when you allow yourself to like really sit with yourself and just think about the person that you are, the things that you do, your interactions with other people, you'll notice that there are amazing things about you. And also just setting the intention that, like I said, like if everything happens for a reason and there's a reason why you're here, set the intention that you're going to discover what that reason is. I realize how powerful intention setting is. So like even setting the intention of recognizing your beauty more and more every day, that's something that I actually had to do because I used to have like, I wouldn't call it low self-esteem per se. Again, I'm a Leo, so (laughs) I'm a very (laughs) confident person. Mm. There are times I'd look in the mirror, I'm like, eh, like I'm okay. Like I wouldn't say I'm hideous, but 
Like there's nothing special about me. You're gorgeous. Stop it. (laughs) Keep going. Like my self concept (laughs) is in such a better place where I'm like, stop it. No, keep going. (laughs) But but that was me. And then I set the intention that I notice my beauty more and more every single day. Mm. And now I'll look in the mirror. I'm like, you cute. Like I'll just Mm. talk to myself in the mirror, and I'm like. Oh my God, like my eyes are almond shaped and my eyelashes naturally curl. Like all of these things that I would notice in the background that was just like, oh yeah, whatever. It's nothing special. You know, I'm not like that person over there. When I set the intention to notice my beauty more and more every single day, I started noticing it. And Mm -hmm. now like, I don't even care what anyone else outside of me thinks. I'm like, I'm gorgeous. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But Yeah, like starting off again, writing down all the things that you and it could start by writing down all the things that you love and appreciate about your life, because then you could also tie it into the things that you love and appreciate about yourself. Mm -hmm. Because like I mentioned, like someone who's an amazing artist, they might love and appreciate art. And then they're like, you know what? I love and appreciate my art. Like I'm a really good artist. And it could start like that because through love and gratitude for yourself, for other people, like you will naturally just realize those amazing qualities about yourself. Mm. Oh, that's so beautiful. Thank you. (laughs) And especially that that first point you made about, you know, there is a reason why we're here. There's a reason why we're alive. And I feel like that's something that so often gets overlooked sometimes. Like when we're just kind of moving through our 3D reality and we're like, okay, yada, yada, like this is happening, this is happening. But it's like actually this miracle that we're here, like that we're having this experience And that's a really beautiful place to start. And I I really appreciate that concept of just like, yeah, like I was put here for a reason. There's a reason why I'm alive, why I'm having this experience. And there's so much more to go go from there. And it literally is a miracle. Like, even Mm. if you think back to the point, like, we're the only species. And again, here I go with my science, but it's, it like ties in so much with the spirituality. Yeah. But it's like, we're the only species that risen to this level of consciousness. There has to be mm. a reason. Like no other animal was like walking around the way that we are. And to be honest, I'm pretty sure the animals are a lot more conscious than we realize mm. have this level of consciousness. And to all your listeners, they're at this point now where they know they are the creator of their reality. Like they've already up leveled a whole bunch of humans. Like they've already Mm -hmm. evolved. Like that's because I see life as evolution. Mm -hmm. So even that is an evolution in and of itself. Like you're someone who knows that there's more to life. You're opening up to the magic of it and allowing all of it in. And that's a very beautiful and powerful thing. So it's like, what would be Mm -hmm. the point of you knowing that you're the conscious creator of your reality if you weren't meant to create it. Mm, Yeah, definitely. And yeah, there's a lot of like, there's also kind of that side of spirituality where they talk about, you know, like neutrality and accepting suffering and like kind of these different teachings. And I don't know, I'd be interesting to hear what what your stance is kind of on that, like of, of the kind of like the more aesthetic side of spirituality that can come up literally aside from figuring out that I'm the creator of my reality and being like damn it (laughs) like now I figure (laughs) all this out a lot of it came from it's like oh everyone's a reflection of you and everything is just 
basically, yeah, neutral. And we assign meaning mm. to it. And I'm like, mm. but what about like all the other crazy things that are happening? And from day to day, sometimes I still struggle with it, if I'm being honest. But what I always come back to is the fact that everyone who's living like and everything that's living, like all the plants and the animals, they're all extensions of source or God, universe, whatever you call that beautiful energy. And in the same way, there was a time where, I mean, I didn't grow up with manifestation. There was a time where I didn't know any of this. Everyone is just on their their path and their journey. So the way that I kind of look at it is kind of understanding that everything is good at the end of the day or everything is neutral because I truly believe that at the end of this, we go back to non-physical and I, I always picture in my head, it's going to be like, you know, we're playing a video game this whole time and it's just like, oh, <laughs> the game's over. Do you, you know, when it's at the end, it's like, oh, you're, all your lives are gone. Do you want to go back and play? And it's like, okay. <laughs> we just yes. forgot. Um, but yeah, so if everyone is on their separate paths and everyone's on their separate journeys, I think the end result is always going to be that same beautiful, like unconditional love. Mm. But part of being in this experience is kind of forgetting who we are. Just to remember all over again, because it is very powerful. So for me, when those things happen, again, I tr I try to re to um, think about the fact that everyone's on their own their own path, their own journey. If people knew what we know in the spiritual community, I don't think any of that stuff would be possible. Mm. But instead of me condemning other people or condemning the bad things, I just focus on my good. And make my light brighter because mm -hmm. in the existence of light, darkness cannot exist. And I think mm -hmm. like that was, I think I um, I don't remember where I heard this quote, but basically there's no like darkness switch. Like you can't go into a room and turn on the darkness. You either turn mm -hmm. on the light or you turn off the light. So technically light is the only thing that exists. So it's either mm -hmm. the light is there or the light is absent. So for those dark moments or those you know, those energies or those experiences that may not be as positive. I just think of it as, you know, it's not that they're bad. It's not that they need to get removed. It's just that they just need more light. Just more light needs to be brought in. Like if I walk into a dark room, I'm not going to demolish the room in order to let the light in. I'm not going to break it down and bulldoze it to the ground. I'm just going to turn the light on. So mm. I try to go into life just being my own source of light. And just really strongly believing that around me, in my reality, like love and light and positivity has to exist. And as I focus on that, I feel like I'll just naturally amplify that light energy. And something else that really helped me on that path of realizing like the good and the bad and how are these things happening to people is it can get kind of heavy and dark sometimes, obviously, but it's kind of like with your self-concept, in order for you to attract or manifest someone into your life who's going to treat you negatively, you have to have a belief that negative things happen to you, or that negative people exist, or that you're just not worthy, or something went wrong, maybe like in childhood. 
And no way am I saying those things are not true or that they didn't happen because a lot of us did grow up in situations that were pretty shitty and we had no say as little kids what happened to us. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that has to do with past trauma and past patterns, you know, our parents seeing things, thinking that was the norm and them internalizing those thoughts and then us just mimicking their behavior. But now it's like, what are we going to do about this now? Now that we know that we are the light beings in the world, what are we going to do about it now? Instead of focusing, instead of blaming, just trying to shift our focus on healing, whatever those negative things happened that happened to us were, and then just being very confident in our light within us and just focusing on shining that out and realizing that it's not our job to change anyone else. Just like Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world, because I obviously he understood the concept that everyone was a reflection of you. So if you're focused on pure light, if you're focused on good, then more light and good have to surround you. So if every single person on the planet were to do that, oh, I can't even imagine what Mm. life would be like. Oh, I can't imagine. And I literally (laughs) picture it. (laughs) yes well yeah we're we're creating that we're manifesting that through through each of our individual experience Mm -hmm. Uh, something that that I've been like kind of learning recently that's been helping me so much especially in like releasing that like unconscious resistance is you know kind of reading these books and and learning that whatever you know we are manifesting on some level, consciously or unconsciously, there is a desire like to experience it. So everything that we're calling in, even if we perceive it as like a negative experience, it's something that within us unconsciously, there is some sense of pleasure or enjoyment in having that experience. And once we realize that and integrate it, it makes it so much more free for us to consciously choose what kind of experience we want to have because our unconscious is calling these things in, even if consciously we feel like, oh, I don't want this. I'm rejecting this. But unconsciously, there's a part of you that that gets a little thrill out of it yes, because, yes. yeah, like it's like a weird like yeah. pleasure feedback. Yeah, I heard about this and it makes a lot of sense. Like sometimes people, for example, they'll go through something very traumatic. And like you said, they don't want it to happen to them. But there is a small part of them, even though it's not related directly to the trauma, that likes when people give them attention or care for Mm. them. Because maybe as a child, they were neglected. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when something very traumatic happens or like, you know, people tend to come into your life like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Are you okay? Can I take care of you? And so Mm. even though you didn't want the trauma, what you actually wanted was the love and the care because you're at a consciousness where you believe you're not worthy of that loving care you're still unconsciously manifesting it because you manifest everything Mm -hmm. but like you said it's all about getting into our power and choosing how we want these types of pleasures because there's nothing wrong with being loved and cared for and having people check up on you but you don't want or need them to do that because something traumatic happened Mm, yeah absolutely and yeah it's kind of like unraveling unraveling all of that and I really like what you said about you know you can't turn on the darkness you can only turn on the light because even 
if we're like working through our shadows our healing or exploring all these different aspects of ourselves once we bring them light once we give them like bring them into the light they're not dark anymore they're just yeah. another aspect of us and we can integrate them and with love exactly and it's crazy because when I first started my spiritual journey everyone spoke about shadow work that was the only thing that I saw as far as healing I didn't see anything about like inner child just shadow work shadow work shadow work so when I started my journey, I all I thought I had to do was shadow work. So mm. I told myself like, okay, I'm going to do this shadow work thing. <laughs> and I told myself that it was going to be fun and easy for me. Like I was going to enjoy it because I saw a lot of people on Facebook just, you know, they have their dark night of the soul and they're doing their shadow work and they just get broken down so much. Yeah. But I told myself, you know what? I lived these things. And I, cause I always naturally, I don't know, even as a kid, I always chose to be more optimistic. So I told mm -hmm. myself like, I'm going to work through these things. I'm not going to ignore anything, but I'm going to enjoy it. And the reason why I'm going to enjoy it is because I know like at the end of this, I'm going to become a better person instead of being scared to face it. And actually Leora Alexandra, her whole program was called light work instead of shadow work. So it kind of correlated with what I was thinking about like, oh, it doesn't have to be this negative, dark thing. And it's all about bringing the um, light to the shadow. So I did it. And yeah, the whole process. And till then, everything that I have to do in terms of healing has been very just natural for me and like fun. Like I have found fun ways to do them. And actually, one of the ways that I, I learned to dream was actually through inducing lucid dreams. Mm. And it's funny because you were saying, how, or we were saying how darkness can't exist in the light. So really quickly, I'll tell you one of my crazy lucid dreams. Yeah. Um, so I had this program that was Zulam Mind Valley. They teach you how to induce lucid dreams. You do like these little activities before going to bed. So I did them and then I got into a dream and I'm lucidly dreaming and I'm so excited. <laughs> mm. And so I'm going around and if you've ever lucid dreamed, once you declare that, you know, you're dreaming, like the people in the background of your dream, like they just ignore you. They're like, oh, she knows. They just like kind of <laughs> go about their business. No one's really interacting with you. So I'm running around mm. thinking of fun things that I can do. And I see like everyone's ignoring me except for this one figure. And it's this man, and he's basically wearing a mask over his face, like a serial killer mask. <laughs> and he's the only one staring at me. I'm like, oh, God, no. <laughs> because in the Mind Valley course, they told you, like, you can use your lucid dreams to heal. And mm. everyone in your dream, just like everyone in reality, is a reflection of you. So if mm. you ever see anything that's scary, once you establish that you're dreaming and you put yourself in a safe um, space, they um, recommend that you hug them to integrate mm. it. So I was like, oh my God, I'm going to have to go hug this serial killer man and tell him <laughs> that I love him, <laughs> which is what they tell you to do. They tell you like, to tell that you love them and give them a hug. Mm. The man's coming over to me. Everyone else is just walking around ignoring, like it's a normal thing. I'm like, oh God, no. So he's coming closer <laughs> and closer. He's right in front of me. And I was so scared. I closed my eyes, but I, I put my arms out. And I said, I love you and I accept you in my little whisper. And I hugged Aww. him. And literally, his entity literally just shrunk. I felt him as I was mm -hmm. hugging him. He shrunk. He got very, very, very small. And I literally felt the energy go into my chest, into my heart. Wow. And then I just opened my eyes and I could still feel like the little warm pressure. And I was like, I have no idea what trauma this man represented, but I just integrated it. 
And I was Mm. on cloud nine that whole day. I had so much energy. I was so happy, even though I had no idea what just fully happened. And Mm. so there are definitely ways to have fun with this. Even the thing seemed dark and heavy. Like that was, and I've done it in during other dreams too. And it's one of my favorite ways to heal is just hugging things in my lucid dream. (laughs) Oh, wow. That's amazing. Yeah. It's kind of like when Mm. I had my, um, my session with you Mm. and I got to hung out with my, my inner child and I got to hug her. Mm. You were part of my fun, like healing because I made that intention that manifestation and healing was going to be fun and easy and I manifested you giving me that beautiful session and then I was able to do all of that inner child healing and yeah it was very transformational oh thank you so much and it was such a beautiful session it was so full of joy and fun and love yeah I'm so grateful so is there anything else you would like to share with the audience or anywhere they can find you or where they can tune into your podcast? Yeah, definitely. I would just quickly just want to let all your listeners know, like, mm. if you are listening to this, you are a manifesting badass. Like, I don't yeah. care where <laughs> you are in life right now or what the 3D reality is showing you, because I've made an intention that everyone in my reality is happy and they're living their manifestations. Mm. So if you're listening to this right now and you're conscious of me, that means that you are consciously in my reality. I pulled you in. So Mm. I just want you to know that you are meant to have, to have, be, do, experience, share, create, whatever it is that you want. And there's so much power within you. And all you have to do is be open to it. Be open Mm. to accepting it and I started like I said making the intention that manifestation was fun easy and natural and I just keep finding ways through connections with people like you Mm. through books through everything that actually make that experience fun easy and natural so just be open and start with the list of gratitude for things about yourself and also all the things that you are manifesting start with those positive affirmations and whatever it is that you do to manifest like you know affirmation scripting whatever realize that those are just tools and the real power actually lies within you and if you ever forget how powerful you are just always remind yourself that even while you sleep you are so powerful you're keeping yourself alive <laughs> without mm. even getting to think about it your heart's beating, your lungs are doing its thing, you're digesting food. Like there's so many things that we do subconsciously that our subconscious mind does healing. Like you, we can't even fully understand how our body does what it does. But that is mm-hmm. ultimate proof that you have everything within you to do well and to survive. And again, not just to survive, but to thrive. Like That is the point of us being having that extra layer of consciousness is to now go out and then continue to create what has already been created and just expand it. But yeah, I have my podcast, Co-Create with Carly. uh, So you could find me on there. And I've also just recently launched a social and dating app for the spiritual community called Soul Tribe so people could connect for friendship and love interests both locally and all over the world. And it's really great because um, 
I include very fun little activities through the app to also help amplify manifestations. So it just launched. It's really new. Um, But yeah, I'm excited to get it out there and just to share with everyone. Oh, amazing. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for your positivity and your joy and your light and just bringing all of your wisdom and all of your bright, shiny Leo energy. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for doing the same. And thank you for having me. You're Mm -hmm. the best. And yeah, to all your Mm -hmm. listeners, if you want, if you're thinking about doing a session with her, I'm just saying, just do it. <laughs> I know you offer a lot, but oh my God, I just had so much fun. I told you, I want to meet you in person now. That's oh, how much yes. fun it was. <laughs> so yeah, I would definitely recommend. And just, and with that, like I said, the power lies within you, right? Because so I told myself that manifestation was going to be fun, easy, and natural. So I know the real power lies within me. But doing things like the sessions and the courses, they're just they're just meant to add to the fun. Mm. So don't ever give your power away to anyone. But if something resonates with you, like me doing the session with you resonated and Mm. I did it and you helped me realize a lot of things that I wasn't consciously realizing. The beautiful thing is because everyone's connected and everyone's a reflection of you. Um, like doing the sessions with you, for example, would be really powerful because you're able to see or tap into another layer of someone that they may mm-hmm. not be consciously aware of. But yeah, so just have fun, guys. Have fun. Enjoy. And yeah, just manifest everything. <laughs> All the uh-huh. things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you so much. All right, beautiful souls. Thank you so much for listening. And you can go find Carly on her podcast, Co-Create with Carly, and check out her new app, Soul Tribe. And if you would like to book a one-to-one quantum healing session, you can do so through the link below. And I'm wishing you all a beautiful morning, evening, noon, night, wherever you are in this crazy world. Take sweet, sweet care of yourselves. Go ahead and subscribe if you would like to receive the episodes downloaded into your library and take sweet care of yourselves. Speak into existence and release your resistance. Speak into existence and release your resistance. Wake up, rise up.